Welcome to Girl with the Mic podcast. I've got a story for this episode and it's something that's come to me. I've been thinking about it quite a bit and I think it'd be helpful. So school, I had a hard time understanding English and honestly all I wanted to do was to fit in was um, I stuck out in so many ways. I was picked on for being short. My name was a little funny. It was on before actually my name changed to Anne when I was 13 story for another day and I never felt what I ever meant to say was truly what was understood by my listeners so weird way to describe it but I was misunderstood a lot I would know what I want to mean in my head and then when it came out it was very clear that uh people didn't understand what I was saying and you know that language barrier was very much a part of it but it reinforced how isolated and how out of place I felt which I mean bleeds into a lot of themes nowadays and so you could probably hear that in some of my Instagram posts I'm always constantly wrestling this this contrast of wanting to fit in but also wanting to be me and finding that place that that makes both sides of that happy now um school supplies were my favorite thing they still kind of are I'm a pen junkie if you know I'm a stationary junkie I have journals on journals I do fill them by the way but uh just having all my crayons and all my glue and um my notebooks and folders that stuff is mushes and um in second grade, my mom bought this bottle of Elmer's glue, which I was really excited about um, because, you know, we we weren't very wealthy growing up. So I had either dollar store brand things most of the time or Rose Art crayons. If you guys remember, I could go on a different rant about Rose Art crayons because they're definitely inferior to Crayola. Um, but I had those. And so second grade was the year I got to advocate for um the Crayola crayons I wanted and the Elmer's glue I wanted. The only thing was that my mom bought me this clear bottle and it was blue. So it's clear and blue and um, I was really bent out of shape about this because I was disappointed it wasn't the milky plain white glue that everyone else was using. I just wanted my glue to fit in. I thought this year was the year and it turns out it wasn't. Um, and I failed to see that the clear blue glue was really actually kind of cool. My classmates were actually really fascinated by it. A lot of them were like, can I use yours instead? And that wasn't enough for me though. I didn't want the cool one. I wanted the same one as everyone else. And so even if my classmates reinforced that it was special, even if my mom also thought it was really cool, I was so fixated that it was different and that wasn't what I was going for. That wasn't what I wanted at the time. So that was really frustrating. And, you know, I tear up thinking about this now because at the time, you know, my mom was just doing the best she could. And really, comparison took the cool thing my mom bought me away from me. Like, she really did the best she could. And I completely failed to see that. I failed to see how excited other people were about it. I hate that I never took the time to look at my blue glue to think that it was cool, even if everyone else did. You know, that was the first year we could get, like, legit school supplies for me that weren't either hand-me-downs or weren't discounted brands. I could actually get the stuff. 
I wonder for her what that was like, but she probably felt like, oh good, I did right by my daughter. I got her the really cool looking glue. And uh, for me to internally battle this anyways, um, gosh, that's hard to, that's hard to wrestle with. You know, I walk around Target now and that stuff is still the shit. Actually, this whole story was triggered because I went through the school supply aisle because, you know, the sales were happening and I saw that blue glue again and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's still there. And all of a sudden this memory just rushed back to me and I was like, oh my gosh, I spent that entire year wishing I fit in when all along what I had was actually pretty badass. So just think about that. All I fixated on was all the things that it wasn't. It wasn't the milky glue. I didn't focus on the fact that it did the same thing everybody else's glue did. Functionally, it was fine. Physically, it looked really cool. And I was just fixated on what it wasn't. Had I used that same energy to look at what was there, I could have felt differently about it. And then, really... This theme of fitting in prompted me to dull away a lot of different things later down the road. And those themes still come up now. My pink blazer versus my black blazer. Do I speak up or do I just kind of gel in and try to be as invisible as I can? All of those themes, they, they continue. So I share this story because it became a metaphor for so many things in my life now that I wanted to share this because I'm wondering if you might relate. I'm wondering if you at some point had an example of that as a kid or right now is wrestling with that juxtaposition of knowing you're unique and needing to stand out but the safety of fitting in and blending in with everyone else. Fixating on everyone else never keeps your eyes on what you have, what you have going for you. And this continues to keep you unappreciative and in this perspective of all things that you're not. This does nothing for you and makes you feel like shit. Better yet, that actually has you project a lot of that towards the people you want to be like. So you're pushing them away, maybe talking down some of their successes, wanting to be them, but refusing to do so. That's what's happening. That's how comparison can steal your joy, is that you allow it to take away from you. And that your eyes are always on that that your stuff never gets focused on and so that never changes but you'll continually stay there and watch everyone else grow where are you really looking if it's focused on how if i was focused on how unique the glue was or that it did what it was supposed to do i would have been proud of it or just fine about the fact that it's different um it kills me now that that i wasn't i wasted a year on that and it's such an example of how much time can go by that those feelings and that yearning to fit in didn't change the outcome of whether or not I did. It just ruined my time. So figure out what we can change within your situations. Not on the thing that you can't, not on everyone else's story and their highlight reel. What's movable and changeable in your life? You can make those calls. Now I still have this desire to fit in, but I've also noticed this need to not fit in. Because who would I be if I did? Who decides so many things for me if I let that happen? And what was the most natural way of being? 
what is the most effortless way for me to win this? Um, And I realized it was to lean into all the unique pieces. And I couldn't lean into that if I didn't bring my focus back into me. I know how I'm feeling in my day-to-day if I've looked too much around at everyone else. And I'm Asian, so we live in a very collectivist culture, a relational culture. I was never told what I was. I was always told who I was and what I was like in relation to someone else. So comparison is my reflex until they retrained my brain to stop. And I'm not sure if any of this resonates, but really this is a story I tell kind of tears welled up in my eyes. And it's because we're all really amazing and actually cool. We're insanely powerful by our own definitions. And I have a lot of conversations where my clients or my friends, we're all just trying to come into our own. And we're trying to do the best we can with what we have. That I don't want anyone to waste your existence thinking of what you're not. That does nothing for the world and only hurts you more. Focus on your uniqueness, all that you actually are, and challenge yourself to dig for what you could be proud of. And lastly, stand out. Just stop fitting in. It's created a world of facades, curated stories, and all of that noise, and you know what I'm talking about. Stop. Just exist. Be you and be proud. The years from now, you might have tears in your eyes thinking of all the times that you were fake to yourself. And we can all sense that in others. So let's not do it to ourselves. You can do this. And you've got everything that you need. Just turn your direction inward and list out what you can be proud of. Focus on what you've got here. And then from there, figure out what our way forward is. So stop measuring by everyone else's standards. Stop trying to keep up with anybody's Joneses. And really chart your own path. And the way to really know that you're in the right space for that is when you get to the point that someone else succeeds and you're happy for them. Or someone else fails and you're willing to help and you're tallying your own as well. And one way to know that you're really charting your own path, attentive to you and aware with how you're interacting with the world, is that you're truly going to feel level in how you move. And that you're not trying to meet other people's expectations. That you just show up to a space, feeling right, feeling enough, feeling that you got this. That's an indication right there. So that's my story for today. I hope you all enjoy. I would love to hear what you think. Um, And more to come soon.